Hey everybody, this is Diane. And this is Kate. And welcome to Artwise. Alright, so today I wanted to talk about Banksy. <laughs> oh, I was thinking about Banksy the other day. Yeah, I was thinking about doing a, an episode on it in the future. But yeah, we're let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I love Banksy. Banksy has my whole heart. I love mm-hmm. him so much. Um, <laughs> so, uh, obviously, you know who Banksy is. Like, how familiar are you with Banksy and his his work? I am not that familiar. Like, I could definitely recognize his work if I saw it. Um, but I only, I've, I feel like I've only seen a few of his pieces, um, most notably from, I think it was like a couple years ago when they shredded his piece um, at like an auction that I remember crystal clear. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like he's a really interesting style that I could definitely recognize. But I, I don't know much about him other than that he's like an anonymous artist. Um, we don't know his identity. Uh, but yeah, I don't know that much about him. Yeah, he he's super cool. Um, so he's actually a current artist. Um, so Banksy is an anonymous English based or Eng- English England based <laughs> uh, street artist, um, political activist, and film director. Um, and he's been active that we know of since the '90s, like the early oh, '90s. Dang. Um, yeah, uh, his street art and submersive epigrams combine dark humor with graffiti executed in a distinctive stenkling technique that's uh (laughs) that's the google uh definition of him basically (laughs) um and i like to think we don't know who banksy is and for quite some time like almost like 20 years we didn't know who he was but it's like very popular popularly believed that his name is Robin Gunningham and he was oh. born July 28th 1973 so he's 47 in Yate uh the United Kingdom um and I like to think that we don't know that for 100% fact because um like based on things I've read that they're like yeah this is Banksy this is the guy based on everything I've read all the evidence is like well listen we haven't seen Robin and Banksy in the same room before (laughs) that's suspicious that's weird like that's all (laughs) that's pretty much like all I found but um it's so commonly believed that like literally like when you google Banksy like his name is the first thing that comes up and like even his wife comes up and like his birthday and like all his personal information comes up so they must have some evidence um like Mm -hmm. saying like yeah this the guy this him (laughs) uh i just i just not i'm like not 100 percent sure what it's weird because i felt like most of it were like hmm well we haven't seen him and banksy in the same room (laughs) (laughs) so you know that kind of thing I think Um, that's such a cool concept to be an anonymous artist, especially like a street artist. That just sounds so like badass to me. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. It's definitely really cool. I wish I would have thought of that before I put my name on literally everything I've ever made. Um, Mm. (laughs) But yeah, I I remember even like when I was in high school, like we had whole lessons about him and we were supposed to like guess who he was and like mm-hmm. I remember for, for an assignment my art teacher was like do you think like Banksy is a man or a woman and you know all kinds of like cool little things like that because nobody like there was a time where like no one knew who he was and yeah. now everybody thinks they know who he is but I mean do we really know I mean he could be playing everybody and that's not even him we have no clue. <laughs> yeah. um but I thought that was uh really really cool really interesting um for sure. i love banksy so much um mm-hmm. so um yeah uh his wife um supposedly uh, i'm pretty sure it's her though like they're they're it, it's like confirmed but not confirmed um, okay. <laughs> but his his wife uh her name is joy millward and you know she's also on his google page as well so i'm pretty sure somehow they know like 
that's him but interesting there was a time where nobody knew who this guy was and yeah yeah. i could have sworn that we didn't know who he was because i i just always thought that he was always going to be anonymous you know yeah i think he still has every intention of being anonymous if you look at Mm -hmm. his instagram his instagram is just at banksy um there's there's like no av it's just like a black image and like it's just a bunch of his art but i there's no pictures of himself like he doesn't yeah i don't know if it's because he doesn't associate himself with with his work or if he just wants to remain anonymous because you know as a street Mm -hmm. artist um street artists get like uh a bad rap you know they do um a lot of people think that street artists are just like they're vandals and they just do graffiti on everything and they lower the value of everything and they're just so Mm -hmm. bad and so i understand with him being a street artist that maybe you know not wanting to be yeah um, known it makes sense because you know you could get arrested for that um for sure so yeah i, mean, I don't I know totally i think get it, but. yeah i think i'd be honored to have banksy work on my building but that's just me that might just be me <laughs> a lot of people feel the same way especially because banksy is arguably i i would say in my personal opinion um the most well-known street artist ever mm-hmm. in the history of ever um i think and, you're right yeah you know that's yeah i and he he really like is well like everybody's heard of banksy it doesn't matter who you are like mm-hmm. everybody's heard of banksy so i tend to kind of think that you know him doing graffiti and like we'll get into this like later on in the episode but like him putting his art on a building is gonna like quadruple the value of that building yeah you know what absolutely I mean? nobody nobody's gonna want to paint over it and be like oh these vandals again like no he his I, work I... like anywhere is gonna quadruple the value it's gonna make it go up insane amounts yeah i have a funny story that that relates to banksy um, ooh, ooh, I don't know tell, if you're gonna tell. tell this on the podcast, but um, I I think I don't know how long ago it was, but my mom told me about um, this dude who just kind of like took Banksy art off of a wall and then he took it to like an auction or he took it to like a I guess it was an auction to like sell it himself and the people there were like no you can't sell this this isn't your work this is Banksy's work and he just tried to like he took it off a building and he just tried to sell it apparently and it went viral. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, no, I wasn't going to talk about that. Um, I just have, like, the general kind of th- big projects that he's worked on and okay. along with, like, a few little stories like that. But there's mm-hmm. so many with Banksy. He's just, like, his – and I even saw, like, in my research, too, like, his network is, like, something insane. It's, like, like $20 million or something oh like God. that. Oh, my God. And Yeah, um, that makes sense. <laughs> he, yeah, and he, like, would rather, you know, people, like – donate to charity like the, mm. the money that comes from his art and stuff like that yeah. like i i highly doubt that you know he he like keeps it all because he's just not that kind of person and if you go mm. to his instagram you like you'll see and even like if you watch his his film uh which again we'll get into later um you he's just not that type of of guy to just yeah be you know like a like a warhol type to just hoard all the money you know and just mm-hmm. be rich or yeah. even like takashi murakami like in it for the money like he's in it for like to be an activist essentially yeah. is like the message like the main message that i got from him which is like beautiful mm-hmm. like i love artists that are able to do that because it's sometimes i feel like especially if you're in a spot where everyone loves your art and you're making a ton of money for it it can be hard to like kind of not cross over the to the dark side and be like yes millions of dollars are mine i'm going to have a big house and pretty (laughs) beautiful wife definitely it can be hard to lose yourself when you're (laughs) go ahead sorry he's definitely seems very like no it's okay he definitely seems very like politically involved with his work um, it seems like he's very, like, inspired of, about that stuff. Um, and it seems like he kind of keeps his word in that in that contract of, like, this money isn't for me. Like, I'm doing this for the people that need it, you know. And that seems to inspire him a lot in his works, from what I've seen. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely very... Um, a lot of his work is political. A lot of it is very strongly, like, opinion-based. I know yeah. when I was first starting out, um, like, in 
you know, when I was in middle school and early high school, uh, Banksy was one of my all-time favorite artists. I looked to his work for inspiration, like, Mm -hmm. a majority of the time. If I didn't know what to draw, I would look at some Banksy stuff and be like, that's a really (laughs) interesting take on, like, this opinion, like, in representing it visually. It's just, like, beautifully done. And, yeah, I just, I I do, like, really enjoy Banksy's work I think he is a very rare type of artist that we don't get to see a lot um Mm -hmm. and he's just super cool (laughs) um so um with that um he started out in like the early 90s so a lot of his work was graffiti work um and you would see it like on buildings in both Bristol and London in the later 90s um and also in the later 90s, he began networking with a new group of, like, people and a new group of artists and friends, and this, like, increased his public image and also, like, spread his art out even further, um, and he began doing graffiti of, like, rats and chimps all over the capital, um, in London in the later 90s, and um, this is kind of, like, where he got his start, so people were recognizing, like, these you know stencils of rats and chimps and that kind of stuff yeah um and the media like was publicly naming him like this is banksy and that's kind of where it started so yeah that's interesting that he was like given his name by the media i I believe so i'm not sure maybe i don't know if like the he the media gave him his name or if he had his name and the media just kind of was like oh this guy you know what i mean oh, like, yeah. i'm not really sure i didn't like read that specifically like the media gave him his name okay. but um the media was naming him basically not gotcha. like literally naming him but they were saying like they if you see a rat or a chimp on a building it's this yeah. fancy character this guy he's a, <laughs> he's a vandalist one kind of thing so yeah. <laughs> um that was kind of like his early work um and then by the early 2000s uh banksy is the most well-known graffiti artist in britain so dang in britain he he's the most well-known um, a lot of people uh, controversially think that because Banksy started um, and, like, is still um, a graffiti artist, this kind of just means that he's just a vandal and not a real artist. And a lot of people feel that way about graffiti artists because, mm-hmm. you know, people just see it as, like, a crime and not necessarily art, but just kind of, like, yeah. something that kids do just to you know like Mm -hmm. destroy property basically yeah Um, yeah it seems like just another one of those like art mediums that nobody takes seriously you know yeah Um, I hate that there's so many of those because it's I feel like all art is equal and I do kind of understand like oh if you paint something on a building that isn't yours then like yeah like i i can kind of see the issue with that but at the same time like yeah i don't know it's hard. i just it's it, it's a weird like especially sure it, like it is it is weird but i wouldn't say it's less of art but i can kind of understand like why it would be illegal personally Mm -hmm. like if i was in charge like if i was like the ruler of the entire world and everything like (laughs) vandalism wouldn't even be a crime and everything would just be painted pretty colors and look super nice but like obviously not everybody wants like you know these giant art pieces on their buildings which i Mm -hmm. don't i don't know why but you know (laughs) to each their own i guess (laughs) yeah it's Um, yeah it's difficult and like some some places will hire like muralists so i think that's like that's so cool to like hire an artist to do graffiti on your building but yeah i think it's sad that it's not it i i can see that the reasons for it being illegal that makes total sense you know like don't paint on someone's property but yeah especially if they don't want you to like yeah if you can find yeah if you can find like good ways to to use your art like muralists like they're hired to like make art on like people's walls and stuff I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's kind of a weird topic. It's a weird situation. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been hired to do murals before, and I, I can't even imagine, like, 
and that's another thing too street artists like you have to work so hard to not get caught it's almost like dude just buy a canvas but <laughs> at this because like no I, i've painted murals before i did a mural in my bedroom at my parents house i did murals mm -hmm. for other other people like in rooms as like sort of accent walls and stuff like that i, I did it yeah. a lot in high school and i still sometimes like will take that commission because i really enjoy um like painting like or creating anything really on like big walls like that mm -hmm. i just think it's it's super fun yeah. uh, but it's it's a lot of work and like to do it and not get caught i you know that's <laughs> difficult that yeah I, mad respect to street artists for that because true that's that's crazy to me to be mm -hmm. able to do that and not get caught yeah yeah i totally agree <laughs> Um, but with Banksy specifically, um, because he is so well known, um, whenever he vandalizes a building, he's actually increasing the value by a lot, uh, not decreasing it because he's a famous artist. So a lot of people think that like technically him as a street artist and a lot of the other more famous street artists, um, when they're, you know, like quote unquote vandalizing, um, something they're raising the property value and that shouldn't be considered vandalism uh, so like what do you what do you think about that do you think that's vandalism or do you think because it's doing the opposite of what vandalism is like by definition meant to do that it's not vandalism oh man yeah I I don't know I think that's a really interesting topic I think I well obviously they're helping them by you know raising the property levels um, I guess Oh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would love to have Banksy on my building, but that's, yeah. Dude, I if know. I owned if I owned a build building and Banksy painted something on it, I would literally, like, probably never sell it. <laughs> because I would just yeah. be like, this mine, I have this. Like, that's so cool, you know? That's Yeah, that's such a cool power for Banksy to have, too, especially if he, like, he can, like, spray paint on local businesses. Like, he's got the power, you know, to help small small people yeah he's he's definitely there's like a lot of controversy around this a lot of people think he's just a vandal but the thing is like what he's doing is just so res respectable and like not mm -hmm. only like does he have the potential to help people like by you know putting his art you know on places that potentially like aren't worth as much he can yeah. help a lot of people in that regard but like also you know he he his art has like these very powerful um like political social justice like type messages to them that mm -hmm. really like get people thinking and like i'll i'll show you some stuff a little bit later as cool. well but um yeah it's just it's it's weird that it's controversy and like i understand it but like it is tough because obviously if you own property and you don't want someone painting on it uh regardless of who it is like i get why that would be kind of frustrating but at the same time mm -hmm. i don't know it, it is it's 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 a tough subject and a lot of people yeah. will be talking about it and i don't really know you know like what yeah yeah <laughs> yeah art especially is such an elitist like thing like banksy's works will sell for you know millions and millions but yeah it's such it's such an interesting thing that like he has the power to you know bring property levels up um i don't know that's just that's crazy to me i think that's so cool <laughs> Yeah, there it's it's interesting for sure. He he has like a lot of power by like just being who he is because even yeah. you know, not not like pro property value aside, um it's like the messages that you can just get from his work are just crazy sometimes, you know, like they're yeah. it's just makes you think so differently about like you know certain issues and political issues and things like that um mm -hmm. it's just really it just he's one of the most powerful artists like in existence today in my opinion yeah and I just think like it's just 
I don't know. It, it's it definitely is very cool, and I do like Banksy is one of my all time favorite artists in the sense that like he's not you know some like jerk guy like he never really has done anything wrong i mean yeah he's like you know obviously like vandalism is bad right (laughs) but uh it's it's not about like the vandalism it's about like getting the messages out that he feels needs to be get out if that makes sense he's like the robin hood of artists (laughs) kind of yeah yeah it's just very interesting to me i was just wondering like how you felt about it because definitely yeah yeah, it's definitely something else you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so he also around this time in the early 2000s uh begins hosting art exhibitions in very unusual places like abandoned tunnels type places and like just very like very literal underground art exhibits (laughs) in that regard um and That's he awesome. just continues like y- yeah he's this really cool um but he just <laughs> kind of continues like spreading his name into the early 2000s so you know by this point it's pretty much like he's pretty much world renowned at this point like Banksy is like a world renowned name um and in 2010 he actually directed a film starring uh one of his friends uh theory Guet, Guet. I uh, I'm not <laughs> pronouncing that right. Uh, it, it's a it's an ongoing trend that I can't pronounce anything <laughs> even remotely like foreign. I won't pronounce it correctly. Um, but he's uh the star of a um documentary film that Banksy directed called Exit Through the Gift Shop. Oh, yeah. He so he directed that film in 2010 and it's really good i i've seen it it's been a while since i've seen it but it is very interesting so basically um and this is another google definition here but um the film is about uh theory gueta can't freaking pronounce his name (laughs) theory gueta guet uh a los angeles based frenchman who videotapes various underground art escapades and then is later transformed into an art phenomenon uh, known as mr brainwash what that sounds so weird yeah so like banksy is like banksy's not real name mr brainwash's dairy not real name is this like a feature length film it's a documentary directed by uh Directed by Banksy. So it's not like a short then? No, it's a whole movie. Oh, wow. Okay. Let me let me, let me me look it up and see how long it is, actually. I'm not quite... I'm not quite sure. But it's called Exit Through the Gift Shop. And if you want to watch it, I think it's $2 on Amazon. Cool. And you can probably watch it on YouTube or... Among other things... Okay. Yeah. It is an hour and 27 minutes. So oh it's gosh. a it's like a film length thing. That's crazy. Um, I, yeah, I never I've never even heard of that. <laughs> it's actually really really good. I think I watched clips of it in my uh AP art class in high school if I'm not mistaken. Nice. And I'm pretty sure that's around the time that I like watched the whole movie too. But it is pretty good in um like I said it follows um you know his friend um as he's like being transformed into like this art phenomenon Mm -hmm. uh called mr brainwash and um reese iffens narrates an overlapping documentary where the line between what is real and what might be fake blurs as a modern art and celebrity are put under the microscope is the google definition of of the movie like the google summary so they they basically just look at artists um, famous artists, celebrity artists, such as, you know, Banksy and, you know, how they get there and just kind of mm-hmm. look really closely at, um, you know, just kind of the underground art scene as a whole and the art industry and, yeah, you know, what stuff like that, basically. Yeah. Banksy's always done, like, interesting work about, like, the art industry itself. 
like yeah. the you know like shredding that piece a while ago like he's very good about knowing like the the type of market that high art has i think that's yes. yeah that's an interesting thing to tackle yes it's definitely something <laughs> yeah um but anyways i would recommend this movie um it's pretty good it, it went it won um several awards um and there aren't really any documentaries that i can think of off the top of my head that are quite like it um so like i said you can watch it on amazon prime youtube sling and a few others um it's normally cool. two dollars but it's more expensive depending like where you get it mm. um but yeah, if you feel inclined to, it, it's really good. Banksy, you know, he does it all. He does the movies, he does the sculptures, he does the street art, he does it all. <laughs> cool, yeah. So upon uh, release of this movie, by this point, uh, Banksy's career, he is like definitely one of, if not the most well-known street or graffiti artists in the world by the time that this movie's released. Um, and a lot cool. of people think that you know, th this movie is another one of the things that, like, got people really trying to figure out who he was as well. Yeah, that's, I think this that's is, crazy. Yeah, I believe this is right around the time when they believed to have discovered, you know, his real name being Robin mm -hmm. Gunningham and all his, like, okay. actual information. But I'm not, I, like I said, I don't, I don't, I almost don't want to know that's him, but you know <laughs> yeah it's maybe it yeah is. if he was able to make it through making a film and have his identity still be like intact that's yeah that's Impressive. incredible <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, that's you're working with like a crew and like cast that's gotta be yeah everyone's gotta like keep their mouth shut <laughs> yeah definitely um it is a documentary, though, and, like, a lot of people do, like, I mean, obviously there's Catfish, where it's, like, just two people making a movie, so, yeah. you know, I don't really remember a lot about this movie, I just know that I've seen it, like, quite some time ago, I think, honestly, I saw it when it came out, I think my dad watched it, and nice. that's yeah, when I'll I watched it. Yeah, I'll have to go watch it. it. Yeah, it's interesting, for sure, but, yeah, this this movie definitely, like, put his name out there even more than it already was and he was one of the most like renowned street artists out there Dang. um but yeah um he also had um many other works like during the 2010s like era of time um one of them was called mobile lovers uh which appeared um on the wall outside the cash-strapped broad plain boys club in clement street um and it's basically it's it's mobile lovers and it kind of it's what it sounds like it's like two people and I think they're like kissing but they're looking at each other's phones like behind them so like they're holding phones behind them <laughs> um but um yeah this caused a huge argument um when the council and the boys club kind of battled out to take ownership of the art because of like where it was placed so basically like <laughs> the the council of the club and the actual boys club were like fighting over like who was going to be able to sell it because it was worth so much oh no and um basically uh banksy settled the dispute by posting a note to the boys club saying that he gave his blessing for them to sell the lucrative artwork interesting yeah that's that's gotta be tough that probably happens like a lot with banksy's work like, people fighting over who gets it. And that's probably I'm not sure, what he intended. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously he knows it's going to happen if he, like, sent a note and was like, hey, I actually meant for these people to sell it, not this group of people kind yeah. of thing. But, that's um, true. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I, I enjoy that he does that. Um, most artists, I feel like, are very... Um, and this isn't even, like, I'm not blaming artists for this because obviously art is, like, a very tough field to, you know, be in. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely think that a lot of artists, you know, they don't want other people selling their art 
like taking it and selling it like they want yeah. the recognition and the money for it which is very understandable because obviously you put the time into making things for sure but, um it's really cool of banksy to be like yeah go ahead and you this guys is yours. can sell it yeah this yeah. is yours i think that's awesome of him it's really like really cool really interesting yeah that's kind of a weird thing that he does it's he's just like giving his art away yeah but he he's getting what he wants out of his art i think because i don't think he really does it for the money obviously he easily makes enough you know to live yeah so it's more i think for him and this is just like my speculation i don't know this for a fact but i think it's definitely more about the message and the power of his artwork as opposed to like the money yeah Definitely. Yeah, he he seems like the kind of guy that would absolutely do that. Yeah, it's not it's very not about the money for him, it seems like. Yeah, which is like refreshing because the last few artists we've talked about, um, like, you know, Takashi Murakami and not to say Takashi Murakami is bad. I I still love him, but he's very much about, you know, commercial art and the money, the business. Yeah, but you know, there's it's very few artists who are about the message and the power behind art because art does have a lot of power if you let it, and that's yeah. something that I really appreciate about his work. For sure. All right, now's my favorite part. Ooh, favorite. <laughs> okay, so I remember when this came out, like when this was happening. I was in high school and I wanted to go to this so bad. So in 2015. Uh, Dismaland opened. Oh, I think I've seen a little bit about have, this. Have you heard of Dismaland? I, I, I. It sounds familiar, and I feel like I've seen a picture or two, but I'm not entirely sure what it's all about. <laughs> okay, so Dismaland was designed to be a sort of like dystopian version of Disneyland. <laughs> That's and awesome. It was. It was literally a dream of mine to go there when it came out i was so jealous i was 15 i think when when it opened and (laughs) i wanted to go so bad but you know i was in florida at the time and you know a minor and couldn't just up and like go to another country to go (laughs) see this but um Mm. it it's insanely cool so i actually have a link with some images um from disneyland so i'm gonna send that to you now and we can just go through the pictures one at a time yeah um so yeah and just kind of talk about them a little bit there's a lot of images so i'm sure that we won't get through all of them so um but yeah this is just an example of dismaland so i'll let you like go ahead and click through yeah some of these oh that looks like it's from a video game that's so cool yeah it it is very like dystopian vibes very much like a uh a version of Disneyland that's like post-apocalyptic kind of. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, this is it's so cool. very cool. Yes, it is. I I love it. I I wanted to go. I'm mad because it was only. I think it was only open for like a year. Oh, I don't even no. know if it was a whole year. But yeah, so it doesn't exist anymore, and it was very far away, and I didn't have the opportunity to see it. I remember me and my dad talked about like wanting to like go to the you know where. Um, you know where it was located. I think I was in New York somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, these are crazy. Oh, cool. it's in it's in West Weston Supermare in Somerset, Eng- England. So okay. it was in England. So me and my dad were like, we should just go to England, but like, we can't, <laughs> we can't just like up and go to England like out of the blue. But we really <laughs> wanted to go. I thought it was super cool. Um. So yeah. Um. So as you're clicking through, uh, I'm just going to talk about some of the works that struck out to me. Um, So um, many of the works that can be seen in Dismaland are critiques on modern amusement parks. Um, So I don't know if you've gotten to this one yet or um, if you've seen it yet or not, but um, there is a work um, featuring a killer whale that's jumping out of a toilet through a hole into a small kiddie pool. (laughs) 
Um, so that obviously is like a critique on like how, you know, SeaWorld is towards like their animals and how kind of like very obviously inhumane it is to have an animal that's meant to be in the ocean in a very small tank (laughs) just jumping through hoops it's just very wrong and you know he has like a bunch of works that are like that they're just critiques on modern amusement yeah stuff that's so cool Um, yeah and um, I don't know if you've caught it in any of the images yet, but you you can see them in a few. Uh, so the the park also features apathetic attendants, so like people working at the park. Uh, <laughs> they're supposed to look very like depressed and like just apathetic and like I don't care about <laughs> anything ever. Um, yeah. And they they're all like wearing these pink safety vests and um, mouse ear hats. And uh, instead of telling guests to enjoy, they say end joy instead of enjoy. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, end joy the attractions. Um, and they, you know, they have like the brochures that say, you know, that it's not like an amusement park. It's like an amusement park and, yeah. and things like that. And there's just like a lot of really cool works. I'm just clicking through with you. Yeah. Yeah, there's also um, in front of the castle, there's the uh, the Little Mermaid and it looks all distorted and like warped mm-hmm. in front of the castle, which looks super cool. And they even they even have pulled in like the fireworks behind it as well, because, you know, Disney does like fireworks and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was super cool. Um, I like- there's also... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, there's a, there's a picture with like a kid with a balloon that says... I am an imbecile. <laughs> yeah, all the balloons say that instead of being like the mouse ears. That's amazing. The balloons all say I'm an imbecile. That's but, so funny. Um, this yeah, is such an experience. What? I know. I wish I could have gone when it was open. It was literally like the coolest thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's also a sculpture of Cinderella's coach, um, which has crashed outside of her castle. So I don't oh, know yeah. if you caught that one, but it's like on its side tipped and she's like crawling Hanging out, out of the it. window. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. It's just <laughs> it's amazing. I could never like dream to to work on a project like this. It's just such a cool idea. And the fact that yeah. he was able to like make it a reality just blows my mind. Um it's such a big project too. Like how how did he do all of this? This it's crazy. Yeah, I know. And especially to again like try and make this park while maintaining that, you know, he's this anonymous artist. It's just yeah. it's mind blowing. And I know like we all think like we know who he is, but has it been confirmed? I haven't heard anywhere that it's been confirmed, confirmed. <laughs> I mean it's on Google, but like what does Google know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um another work is there is like a sandbox that's really depressed and like it's like kid stuff but it's like big sad and not like big happy how normal kid stuff is and (laughs) to the right of the sandbox next to it there's a loan office offering uh, a loan for a five thousand percent interest rate oh my god it's like a picture of a kid with a bunch of money and she's all sad oh and like just like just things that like I they're just crazy to me like yeah all of this like yeah I just see like the picture it's called pocket money loans if you find it but yeah, yeah I would encourage anyone listening to this right now look up Dismaland if you've never heard of it before it is one of the coolest things and one of the best ideas that I think I've ever seen in my entire life it's it's amazing like it truly is and like all of the artwork and all of the attractions and everything is just like so well thought out and it's just it's great just honestly it's it's super cool it really is like this is such an amazing project I like looking through these pictures I'm just amazed at that like how long did this take him to do and like the amount of thought that you have to put into something like this like it really is like a dystopian Disneyland like capitalist nightmare you know (laughs) it really is it's it's really cool I don't really know how long he spent on this but I I would imagine it took him a while because this is like a really big project yeah Um, but yeah it, it offers um 
like a combination of, you know, amusement park type themed stuff that's just like a dystopian version of an amusement park. And it also mm-hmm. has a lot of political street art weaved into Dismaland as well. Yeah. Um, and there's also even, I don't know if you saw it, but there's also a Ferris wheel that you can ride. And it literally, it looks like it's about to fall apart. Like I would be <laughs> kind of scared to get on it, but it overlooks the entire park. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's Disneyland. That's like my favorite thing that Banksy's done to date. I think it's like the coolest idea. I would love to work on something like this. I think it's amazing. Yeah, um, for sure. What, what do you think? Have you seen these before? I feel like in the past I've seen, I've definitely seen a picture of that aerial in front of the like broken down castle, but I, I really didn't know anything about this project. I thought it was just like an art piece or something, but this is like, this is insane. I, I don't even, I have no words. It's just crazy to me. And I, I love the style of it. I love the aesthetic of it. I think Banksy's a genius. <laughs> yeah, I. it's a really great idea. I love it. I hope he made a lot of money doing it and was able to, like, you know. Yeah. Well, he had to, like, fund those, those empl- like, he employed people. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's it's super cool. I wish I knew more about like how he was able to do this because yeah, it's just it's it's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was in 2015, um, and then later on in 2017, uh, Banksy participated in the opening of the Walled Off Hotel. Um, and I'm gonna send you a link to that as well. Um, so this cool. is like one of his most recent like big projects obviously not dismaland big but mm-hmm. it's very cool um so basically um the waldorf hotel uh it it features artists uh, banksy sammy musa dominique uh, petrin um all of those artists have customized guest rooms so like oh, wow. you can go to this hotel and be like i want to stay in the banksy room and like you can do that um, that's so cool I th- yeah i think i found the banksy room <laughs> there's a yeah. fight happening <laughs> yeah they're super cool there's a ton of different like rooms um that are you know themed by these artists and it says yeah. on the on the website more to come um and it's um there's like a little quote by uh diane urbis Arbus, sorry, Diane Arbus, um, <laughs> that says on the website, "To live with an artwork is something different. To glimpse it from the cor- to glimpse it from the corner of your eye." So I think that was like the inspiration by like making this hotel, um, yeah. the Wal- Waldorf Hotel, um, inspired by you know. Banksy that's a really cool. These- yeah, that's a really cool concept to have like artists come in and decorate a room for you know a customer. That's such an interesting idea. Yeah, I I love that. I would love to stay in a place like this. Um, it's in Palestine, so I probably never will. But um, <laughs> you know, I, it's a really cool uh, concept. I think it's awesome. I would love to stay in a place like that one day. Um, I think we need to normalize uh, taking like the works of these famous artists and like incorporating it into like things like hotels and amusement parks and like yeah. things that they they don't normally show up in. I would love to see more art like get off the walls of galleries and like out into the world because I think Absolutely. it's just it's it's so important and Banksy yeah. is one of the few artists um to date that's that's able to have done that and it's just it it needs to happen more and I know people want argue and be like it's vandalism like shut up it's so cool <laughs> and don't you like have cool things to like look at and think about and ponder it's just it's great genuinely <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, Banksy definitely is very aware of the the how elitist art is currently. <laughs> yeah. Um so the Waldorf Hotel uh is currently opened, like not currently because of corona, but I presume that they will reopen after this has passed. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Uh, so you can actually, like, if you felt inclined to, you could go stay. Um, so it's not like Dismaland where they closed down after a bit. Um, this one, like, you can actually, like, go and stay there. Cool. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, since then, he's worked on a lot of political works. And he's been working 
from home to like he did a little post on his Instagram that was like my wife hates it when I work from home and he did this thing <laughs> in his bathroom and it's a bunch of like rats like that he like put on the walls and stuff oh my like gosh. in his bathroom that's so painted. funny yeah I'll I'll have to show you if, if anyone's interested in looking at it I'll, I'll put a link to his Instagram in the episode description um but Banksy's Instagram is just at Banksy like that's it so um yeah like I said if anyone wants to like look at some of his recent stuff it's all all of his stuff that's like you know been like confirmed as being his is uh on you know his Instagram um that's cool that he has a social media that he like yeah keeps he has in his yeah yeah he he only has Instagram though that's it he has in his bio on Instagram uh only Instagram, like no Twitter, no nothing else. No Twitter, no Facebook, <laughs> just Instagram. That's his bio. So basically saying, which is unfortunate that artists have to do that, but anything that's on Facebook or Twitter is not me. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what did you think of uh, Banksy's works? Just all of them? Just as a whole, like what what do you think of, of the projects that he's worked on and stuff like that like just what how do you feel about it <laughs> um I think he's like a super passionate and creative guy it seems like he's really interested in like making statements with his work um very much not about the money which I really admire um he just he he seems to like 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 I said making a statement but he also he likes to give it seems like as well um I don't know he seems like a really really cool guy and I don't know I, I hope we never find out his real identity because I really like the concept of him being anonymous I think that's a really cool thing I mean I think technically like we do know but I just Hell personally yeah, like, but... like to not believe that's <laughs> not him even though yeah. is it probably him like yeah it's everywhere but I like to believe that it's not him. And I think he would like people to believe that as well. Obviously, yeah. if you are trying to be anonymous, you're trying to stay anonymous. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think he meant for people to know who he was ever. But um, In our yeah. hearts, he will always be anonymous. <laughs> yeah. He will be anonymous <laughs> to mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Um, so uh, what do you think of him as a street artist? Um, do, you, do you think um, that you know, he is the exception to, like, street art being vandalism, or do you think that we should stop considering street art to be vandalism as a whole? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I've always, you know, as we know, like, street art is definitely very underrated in the art community, um, definitely not respected. I think it's interesting that he chose that medium to do. I think that says a lot about what he's trying to do, um, and I think that absolutely relates to his work being very statement-based. Um, I've always really liked street art, like going on road trips. I love looking at trains and graffiti on trains. Um, if I were, you know, as you said, if I, if I were ruler of the world, I wouldn't mind street art at all. Um, but yeah, I could definitely see how it could be a problem sometimes. Um, but me, I absolutely love street art. I think it deserves more credit than it gets. Um, and I think it's really interesting that Banksy chose that as his medium because that says a lot about what he's trying to do you know yeah yeah absolutely I I agree um I yeah I agree pretty much with what, <laughs> what you said <laughs> um so um and my last question would I guess just be like what do you think that he's gonna do next <laughs> oh man I would love if he did something like Dismaland again. Like I would, I would absolutely go see that. You need to <laughs> I wish do you that would. here in America where we can go see it because I don't have a passport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make it make it a bit more accessible. I don't know, but yeah, if he did something like that, that would be crazy cool. Um, I love when he like I just I love when he makes something go viral. Um, I. I mean, we didn't talk much about the shredding at the auction, but I think that was a cool thing that he did. I don't know. I think he'll continue to surprise us as he has in the past. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I hope he makes a lot more stuff. <laughs> yeah, I just I really I really enjoy him as an artist. Um, mm -hmm. He's definitely one of my favorites, especially like currently. I just think 
um, we need more people like that in in the arts industry and the community. Um, yeah, you know, bringing it out into like the real world and the real life because, um, you know, art is a weapon. I mean, we've saw it with you know Pollock's works being mm-hmm. used by the CIA. It's it's a weapon. It's powerful. And if we yeah. bring it out into the world, I think it will be more respected. And I think he is one of the few people doing that. And it's a shame, but it's also like it's him you know like it's just super cool I love it I think it's great I think he's great he's a great artist I personally love him and yeah we just need to he needs to keep doing what he's doing and he also needs to help other artists like us do what he's doing also because that would be super cool yeah but you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah he yeah I'm glad we we did an episode on him because I kept thinking about doing like like a street art episode or or just something about like viral artists and yeah Banksy's a big one (laughs) yeah he's he's very cool and I'd like to do more episodes uh like this about you know just like artists who you know just kind of like blew up through like via like media and social media and, and yeah stuff like that um, there's a lot of really cool ones out there, but Banksy's just my favorite, so that's why I wanted to <laughs> do this episode. Yeah, it was good, it was good. <laughs> Alright, um, I think that wraps up this episode. Um, so like I always say, um, you know, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, like, please leave us five stars, unless you didn't like it, then just, like, go away. And also, <laughs> We're sorry. Episode, didn't like it, like, what the heck. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so if you're enjoying the podcast and you like it and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, um, we would super appreciate it if you leave us five stars. Um, and also, um, you know, we have an Instagram at Artwise Podcast. So if you want to send us a message or ask us a question or even like be a guest artist on the episode, like you are more than welcome to send us a, a message on Instagram. That is the best way to contact us. Or, yeah. you know, you can send a voice message on Anchor as well, which the link to that is in our Instagram. So, um, yeah, uh, that pretty much wraps it up. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next Monday. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.